families, and welcome to another episode of the DOV Family Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about prayer, why it's important, and what it can look like in our homes. I know we're all busy, and it's easy to think, ah, oh, there's no time, but we can make time for prayer. And I want to just talk about a few ways to pray and ways we can adapt those for our home. So first, let's start with some quotes on prayer. This is from St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower. She says, Prayer is a surge of the heart. It is a simple look turned toward heaven. It is a cry of recognition and of love, embracing both trial and joy. How beautiful. Prayer is simply looking to God. Mother Teresa said, God speaks in the silence of the heart. Listening is the beginning of prayer. Just we can hear God when things are quiet, when things are still. A French author who lived in the late 18 and early 1900s, George Bernano, says, The wish to pray is a prayer in itself. Isn't that wonderful? Just wanting to pray is the beginning of prayer. I agree with that. Now listen to this one. God answers prayers, but he doesn't always answer it your way. That's Hall of Fame football coach Lou Holtz. And how about one from one of our past presidents, Abraham Lincoln? He said, I have been driven many times upon my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and that of all about me seemed insufficient for that day. Have we not all been there in those times of desperation? We finally throw our hands up and say, God, I need you. Well, prayer is simple, yet complicated. It's a turning of our hearts and minds towards God. The Catechism says that it is our relationship with God. And it can be mysterious because God doesn't always answer how we want or when we want. Let's look at a few ways to pray as a family or maybe as a couple or even individually. These are ways that can deepen our relationship with God, but also help us experience his peace. Peace that only he can give. Peace that we need in the midst of each and every day of our lives. The first type is praying with scripture, also known as Lexio Divina. We simply rest in God's word, the Bible, listening for a word or phrase that stays with us or a thought that emerges. So it's pretty easy to prepare for this. All you need to do is choose a text of scripture you wish to pray, maybe the daily gospel or simply a passage that you like or are curious about. Second, place yourself in a quiet environment or as quiet as it can get in your homes. I have four little ones, so I know. Uh, sometimes the best you can do, there are still echoes in the background. But uh, the point is to make the time for this and make it as quiet as you can. Then third is before you begin, simply ask God for help and guidance. Acknowledge he is there with you and present in his word to guide you. There's four main steps to Lexio Divina. First, we read the text slowly, prayerfully, typically more than once. I like to read it a few times when I'm practicing this style of prayer. As we're reading, we need to rest with a word or phrase that sticks with us. Something's going to jump out on, at us, or there might be a thought that bubbles up in our head. We need to stay with that thought, and each time, let it sink in more and more. 
after reading, we then dialogue with God about it, come to some kind of conclusion or peace about what he's telling us in this passage, and then merely rest in his presence. So what can this look like in our homes? It can be a short reading at breakfast with our family or at night, maybe right at bedtime. Or maybe it's time as a couple in a short passage. Maybe you can look back at the readings you had for your wedding day and pray through those together. Or it might be you alone, or if God's waking you up in the middle of the night, time alone in his word. By bringing God's word into our homes, it will help bring peace, clarity, and hope in the midst of a day that can seem crazy or confusing. God's word will always help us see things more from his perspective. So that's Lexio Divina. The second style is imaginative prayer. So this is really fun, especially for kids. You place yourself in a scene of scripture. And as you pray, let God guide you through it. Don't try to control anything. Let your imagination go. Let God take you where you need to be. Don't we tell kids to do this all the time with stories, to picture themselves in the scene? We can do that with scripture, which is the greatest love story ever told, God's love for us. We can credit St. Ignatius of Loyola with creating this style of prayer. So, for example, a great passage for this could be the Nativity story, Jesus' birth. You might read through that passage and then start to picture yourself in the scene, and you might find, hey, I'm a shepherd boy near the back, or I'm trying to get really close to Christ. Uh, I'm trying to hunch over St. Joseph's shoulder. Or maybe you're outside the stable. We don't know uh, what God might be telling us through that. We need to take time to, to chew on that and say, okay, well, why am I feeling far from Jesus in this passage? Does he feel distant from me right now? Or... Why is something in the way? Or, gosh, I'm going through a great time right now. I'm getting closer and closer to God, and this prayer time affirms that. Let God use your whole imagination with you and show you something through that passage. Maybe he'll show you something about Mary and her love that he wants you to understand more. Or about the role of the angels in the nativity story. Maybe he'll point out to you something you may not think about often in that passage. So I think this is great to do with kids, especially on special holidays or feast days. Think Christmas or Easter, the passage where they're running to the tomb. Where would they be? Would they be first, second, or third? Why? You could have so much fun in this. Maybe on the feast of St. John the Baptist, you read about the baptism of Jesus when his cousin, St. John the Baptist, baptized him. Or maybe on a feast of Mary, you read a passage about her can be such a fun way for kids to enter into scripture and see it as a story that's alive in their lives. But it's also good for us. Our Lord asks us to be childlike. And imaginative prayer is a great way to do that. So that's the second type. And now the third type, and there's many more in our church's tradition, but we'll just focus on these three right now. The third type, I'd like to combine together talking about the rosary and the chaplet of divine mercy. They're both said with a rosary, but if you don't have a rosary, God gave you a rosary. Your ten fingers, you can use those to count the prayers. So in the rosary, we really reflect on our Lord's life with Our Lady. The rosary 
is all about Jesus. But Mary leads us to her son. The rosary is organized into five decades, and we'll practice one in just a bit. Takes about 15 to 20 minutes to pray. Um, great for drives, but also making it a daily habit with your family. Um, I love saying mine on the drive to work every day. But um, maybe you can find time in your life to incorporate the rosary or begin to, and or pieces of the rosary to build up to the full rosary one day. Now, the Divine Mercy Chaplet is, is a bit shorter. It can take us just five to seven minutes to pray. It was given to us through St. Faustina, a Polish nun. It helps us reflect on our Lord's passion and his infinite mercy towards us. And we offer his passion to God the Father. I found that kids take very well to it, especially if you sing it. There's beautiful versions of it sung that you can find online, uh, on YouTube. And it's just so easy to pray and so easy to say. Very few words for kids to remember. One little tidbit I like to share is that a Protestant pastor, a very prominent one, Pastor Rick Warren, uh, would pray this. So um, it's a beautiful prayer that has impacted non-Catholics as well. So what I'd like to do is let's just pray one decade of the rosary together. Maybe you haven't prayed it in a while or have never prayed it before. I used to be intimidated by the rosary, but I found that the rosary can actually be very uh, soothing, very helpful in the day-to-day. And I love the rosary now. I can't imagine life without it. So let's pray just one decade and You always reflect on a certain mystery. So since today is Wednesday, how about one of the glorious mysteries? The mystery of the resurrection. So first, let's just take a moment to think about that glorious day when Christ resurrected from the tomb. Can you imagine what that day must have been like? What a sight that must have been. The excitement among the apostles. So in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The first glorious mystery the resurrection of our Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. There's one decade. I find it to be peaceful. I find it to get my mind right if I'm a little anxious or stressed. Um, by the third decade, uh, the prayers and Mary help me get back on track. So maybe you can also experience that peace through the rosary. So now the chaplet of divine mercy. Uh, I would say it's very rhythmic. Uh, it's short. It's concise. And um, really helps us think about how much God loves us. So let's pray one chap, one decade of that right now. And again, for both of these prayers in the show notes, you'll find links to how to pray the whole prayer, the whole rosary, the whole chaplet. But just to give you a taste, if you haven't tried it before or have never prayed it or haven't in a while, let's pray one decade of the chaplet of divine mercy. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. That's a decade. I think you'll see why little kids might like it so much. I remember our four-year-old, it was so easy for him to do this with us, right? All he had to know was, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, and then we could do, we could do the, the response for him. So that's the rosary and the chaplet. Beautiful prayers, great for car rides, but also a daily habit. And maybe if your family isn't quite ready yet for a full rosary, maybe you could start with just a decade together or just learning the prayers of the rosary or the prayers of the chaplet so that one day you can pray them all together.
So let's review. Prayer is our relationship with God. If we aren't praying, we don't have a relationship with God. So let's make time for prayer. We looked at a few types that we can pray individually, with our spouses, or as a family. Lexio Divina, praying with scripture, resting in God's word. Imaginative prayer, where we place ourselves in the story. Or the rosary and chaplet of divine mercy. Now, I will add some caveats to prayer. Some important things to know. Number one, prayer only works really well when we're in what's called a state of grace. See, sin blocks us from seeing God. So if you haven't in a while, I encourage you, go to confession. That will unlock the doors of grace. You can have a deeper prayer life. Number two, just like anything else in life, prayer has its ups and downs. St. Ignatius of Loyola called these consolations and desolations. So there's times where you'll feel very close to God and times you may feel away, but how we feel shouldn't impact the habit. God is building virtue within us. That also our faith doesn't depend on our feelings. That we bring him with us in the highs and the lows of life. Because that is the consolation in prayer. God with us. So number three, just keep at it. Like anything else in life, you can get better over time. The more you try to hear his voice, the more you will recognize the voice of the good shepherd. In John 10, 27, he says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. So to close our time in prayer, let's do a little Lexio Divina. Maybe you're in the middle of a busy day, but why don't we just take three to five minutes here, and we'll pray with four verses from chapter 11 in Luke's gospel when Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. I'll read the passage a few times, give us some time to rest in the word, and close us out. So in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. He was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. And do not subject us to the final test. So I invite you, as we read this passage a second time, really start to hone in on what word or phrase or thought is jumping out to you. He was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. And do not subject us to the final test. And now final time. 
perhaps we can really hone in on what the Lord is showing us in this reading. Each of us individually. He has a word for us in this word. He was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. And do not subject us to the final test. So now I invite us all to enter into dialogue with God about this word that he's given you. And now we can simply rest in his presence, knowing he's always with us. No matter what we're going through this day, this moment, our God is with us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking some time to pray. That is how we can have peace in our hearts and our homes. Time with God. So please share this podcast if you found it helpful. And if you need any more ideas or resources about how to pray, please feel free to contact me, Reyes at victoriadiocese.org. God bless.